Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. Morning, church. How good is it to be together? Every Sunday morning. Love it. And uh, so excited about what's happening at the moment in the life of the church. And uh, can't wait to, for the days ahead of us. And we, we're going, uh, over the last couple of weeks, we had the topic of honour. It's my privilege this morning to continue that series of honour. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, Shane's been preaching. It's been a great series. And I just want to recap some of the, the key points that Shane's been sharing with us. And the key scripture's been from Mark 6, chapter 5. It was about the son of Jesus was, was doing his stuff, doing <laughs> what he did. And, and there was a, a point in time where he was limited. And I've been trying to grasp that as well, Shane, that the son of God, you know, in, in some way, was, did not perform miracles because people didn't have honor. And that's the key thought that we had. And uh, Shane shared with us that the Greek word for honor is timau, which means to revere to regard with respect, tinge with awe. And we're meant to place value on, on those people that God has placed over our lives in authority. Um, and to honour or dishonour can be displayed in deed, word or thought, but true honour originates from the heart. And so today we're going to look at one another aspect of honour and we're going to look at some scriptures that are in, in the Bible and uh, we're going to touch on the, the topic that we need to honour each other. Not only is it honouring those that have been in authority, we need to honour each other. So three points today. Why do we need to honour each other? When do we honour each other? And how do we honour each other? So the first point today in looking at honour is to understand that God calls us to honour each other. Why? Because God the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit display this characteristic themselves. So if God displays a characteristic it's because of who he is. You know, God is love, so he loves. God is truth, so everything that he says is true. It's the same with honor. You know, God has honor. Jesus had honor. That's because of who they are that they displayed it. So an example of this is in 2 Peter 1, 16 to 17, where in the epistle Peter we read, verse 16 for we are not making up clever stories when we were told about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ we saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes when he received honor and glory from God the Father the voice from the majestic glory of God said to him this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy we ourselves heard the voice from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain God the Father giving honor to Jesus you know the Father having a, a sense of honour, you know, um, respect, tinged with awe. That this is my son, Jesus. And Jesus, again, when he was explaining to the Pharisees about who he was in John 8, verse 49. No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honour my Father, and you dishonour me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Jesus himself honoured God the Father in public. It's just who he is. And we see that if that's the characteristic of God, then that should be our mantra as well, that we should honour each other. Why do we need to honour each other? God the Father and Jesus have this. And we see in Romans chapter 12, the Apostle Paul teaches this as well. This is the key scripture today from verse 9. 
Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Take delight in honoring others. <laughs> That's a thought there, isn't there? We need to honor each other. Why? Because God did it. But to the Apostle Paul, commends us to do it. Take delight in honoring each other. The word honor here, again, it comes from the Greek word to me, which means to, it's got a perceived value. It's, it's worth something. You know, it's got the value in, an eye, in the eyes of the beholder. So it's, it's the value or weight we're willingly assigned to something. So we take delight in honoring each other. The value of something. I've got some lollies here this morning, and uh, I've got the kids in the service, so who would like some lollies? If you're a, a kid in primary school, no, in primary school, Dean, you'd like some lollies. Okay, out you come. At the front. Now, this isn't going to be a freebie, okay? You're going to have to do something for it. Okay, here we go. Okay. I've got some snakes here. Um, what are you willing to do to have a snake? Ten, pu- ten push-ups? Did I hear ten push-ups? Third, ten push-ups. Can you do ten push-ups? You're not willing to do ten push-ups, but you're going to do 30 push-ups for a snake. All right, away you go. Two, three. All right, someone count that. <laughs> All right, that's enough, darling. Oh, she's going to keep going. Case in point, someone was willing to do 30 push-ups for a snake, but someone wasn't. The value of something is in the eye of the beholder. Happy birthday, darling. Okay, so you're not going to do 10 push-ups. What would you do, five? How about if you run to that wall and back? If you run to the wall and back, you do that for a snake? Okay, off you go. All right, there you go. Okay, oh, what about you? How about, can you count to 10? Yeah? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. <laughs> can you count to 10,000? The value of a snake, one person is willing to count to 10, another 10,000. Okay, count to 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Very good. Okay, point hand again, value. What we value in life is different between each other. What one person thinks is valuable, another person doesn't. So I just, you're great. I'm not going to stand here for the next half an hour. So, James, can you make sure every kid there gets one before you? 
Okay. There you go. <laughs> so what value do we place on human life? What value do you place on human life? There's an example here of, of, of snakes and lollies and, you know, God calls us to love each other. And sometimes we value other people more than others. And that's a natural tendency. You know, we have greater connections with other people. We have greater connections with, with family and close friends. But here is Paul is telling us we need to take delight in honouring each other. So we need to honour each other by valuing each other. Another example in case. Dave Hunter. I've got a CD here. You've got a CD player, haven't you? You're the same vintage as me. CD player. Whiteheart. You know who Whiteheart is? Yeah, it's our era. Tales of Wonder. How much are you willing to pay for that? It's very vintage, all right. It's very hard to get. How much? Don't, don't have to pay me now. Later's all right. Get the money now? Yeah, okay. 50 bucks. Suzanne. How much is this worth? Mind you, one of these songs, Suzanne walked down the aisle too. So 50 bucks, it's quite cheap. Suzanne. Hundred bucks. It's your CD. <laughs> Case in point. One song in a CD has value. That's great, kids. You can sit down now. Is there any leftover snakes? Well, James, can you share them with other people, please? <laughs> <laughs> what we value is different based on perceived value second point is that we need to honour each other as often as we can when do we honour? as often as we can if honouring means to value each other then it becomes a natural way of life for us in Romans 12 9 again don't just pretend to love each other really love them Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. The word hate here is translated as to detest or abhor. Another place we often read about hate is in Proverbs, isn't it? In Proverbs it talks about hate a lot. And in Proverbs 8 it says, Wisdom, I wisdom live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore I hate pride and arrogance, corruption and perverse speech. If there's one thing you can hate in life, it's evil. <laughs> The Apostle Paul tells us to, to, to hate what is evil. You know? And the opposite of that is we need to love each other. We need to honour each other. Honouring one another is something we, we just do in this place. It's one of our values. As a church, we value, um, one of our values is that we're one family. We're a unified family. In our church, we believe in respecting and, and valuing each other in our thoughts, words, and actions. We honour our leaders. We seek to uh, come against division at all costs. So what we say is, we love each other. We honour each other. It's a value that we have. In Ephesians 4, 2-4, to 4, 
Apostle Paul again says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. To be patient, bearing with one another in love. You're going to have to value someone, aren't you? To be patient with someone, to love them. You're going to have to value them. Otherwise, you're not going to do that, are you? If you don't care about someone, you're not going to be patient. You're not going to love. You're not going to value. What place does value have for you? We need to honor each other by valuing each other. Which brings me to my third and final point. How do we honor? How do we honor each other? By loving and valuing each other. Ryan. Sharks jumper, mate. A sharks jumper. Champions, mate. Champions. I know you're a Dragons fan. How much? Actually, no. Fifty bucks. The shark jumper. Which one? This is NRL. NRL authentic. Costs more than fifty bucks. You could take it, sell on eBay for fifty-two bucks. I don't know. Sorry. The jumper. Oh, you take the fifty. You take the fifty. It doesn't even fit you, mate. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> Case in point again, value. What are you valuing in life? What we value is going to be different to each other. How do we honor each other? By loving and valuing each other. In 1 John 4.10, it says, True love is other-focused. That's my paraphrase there. True love now, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. True love focuses on other. True honor focuses on others. True honor is more than lip service. It's a hard issue, as Shane has shared last week. Let's read about what Jesus said about honour and the state of our heart. In Matthew 15, 7, when Jesus teaches about inner purity. And Jesus said, Some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrived from Jesus to see Jesus. They asked him, Why do your disciples dis- disobey our age-old tradition? For they ignore our tradition of ceremonial hand-washing before they eat. Jesus replied, and why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? For instance, God says, honour your father or mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of father or mother must be put to death. But you say it's all right for people to say to their parents, sorry, I can't help you, for I vowed to give to God what I would give given to you. In this way, you say they don't honour to their parents. And so you cancel the word of God for the sake of your own tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. For he wrote, These people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. 
Their worship is a farce, for they teach man-made ideas as commands from God. Then Jesus called to the crowd to come near and hear. Listen, he said, and try to understand. It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. You are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Honour is a hard issue. We can honour someone with their mouths, but I'm going to commend us today to honour with our hearts. God so loved us that he sent his son Jesus for us. That when we were sinners, Jesus died for us. God showed his love for us in that magnitude. In the same way, we need to love others. Not that we would put our lives down like we can't, we can't die for others to save their sins, but it's that example of giving of ourselves to others. God has said to us that we need not only honour from our lips, but it's got to be a heart issue. Our heart should be that we are to love each other just as God loves us. True honour is more than lip service. It's from the heart. The word honour that Jesus quotes from Messiah here is from the Hebrew word kabed, which means to be heavy or to give weight. It's the same word honour that was given in the Ten Commandments when Jesus, oh, sorry, when God gave to, to Moses, you know, you should honour your mother and father that, it would, that you may live long and it would be well with you on earth. So how do we honour each other? By loving and valuing each other. But how do you honour someone when there's been a damaged relationship? How do, you, how do you love when there's been damaged relationships? Well, the key here in, in honour is, is the concept in the meaning of, of honour. If honour means weight in this, in this regards, then something that Dr. Alan Myers taught us in the Care Force training was that we're called to give weight to the good we've received and to allow that to be as good and as heavy as it is. And out of that, we learn the skill of gratitude. But also, we're called to give weight to the unhelpful. We're called to give weight to the hurt and the damaging impact of relationships. And allow that damage to be as heavy and as hurtful as it is. But out of that, we're to learn the skill of forgiveness. So we give weight to the good and we give weight to the bad. And in that way, we can acknowledge what has happened. Dr. Alan Meyer says that you cannot change what you do not acknowledge. And so that what we learned was that to be able to forgive, we need to acknowledge both the good and the bad. So when we, the concept of honouring each other, to be able to honour, truly honour, in that regards, and not just sweep things under the carpet, there are some processes that sometimes we're going to have to go through to, have, to be true honour and not just lip service. As we honour, we give weight to both the good and bad. We then seek to forgive and release the need to judge to God, who is the righteous judge. For some, this may take a few minutes. For some, this may take years of counselling. And we're not saying here that it's just going to, it's something that can happen instantaneously. For some, the damaged relationships are, are, are really great. And that's regrettable that's happened. And so we would encourage you, if that's you, to, to seek counselling and to, and to seek help so that you can um, move on and you can have healing from those damaged relationships, that you, you'll be in a point where you can honour those people as well. 
God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. If God did, did this for our sin, we should do the same for others. So how do we honor each other? By loving and valuing them. This means going through a process of forgiveness for those who have been in hurtful relationships. God designed us to live in community. God designed us to live with each other. As I finish up today, what value do you place on human life? What value do you place on each other here? For those that, you know, there's been hurt, I encourage you today, give weight to the good. Give weight to the bad and, and, and give those things to God so that we can walk in love with each other. We can look, walk in, in honour with each other. God had honour to Jesus. Jesus had honour to the Father. It's part of that characteristic. And as, as Elin comes back on the keys, just want to pray. Just want to pray that as a people we'd have a greater love for each other. We'd have a, a greater compassion for each other. We'd have a, a greater regard for each other. That we would value each other as a church family, as a, as a value that we have as a church family. That we're united. We're a family. We do life together. And that just as Paul said, take delight in honouring each other, that would be the same in this place. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. Thank you that your word is true, because you are truth. Thank you that in your word we see your love for us, because you are love. Thank you, Father, that through your love that you sent your son Jesus for every single person here today. Jesus, we're so grateful that you died for us. We're so grateful that you showed us the way to honour, that you honoured your Father by doing his will. You honoured him by giving your life for us. And we're so grateful. And Jesus, I pray that if there's one person here today that doesn't know you, I just ask that right now as they're sitting in their seat, I just pray that you'd reveal yourself to them. Holy Spirit, that you'd be touching right now, quickening people's hearts in this place. Thank you, Lord, that it says in your word that as we believe and as we confess that you have become our Lord and Saviour. And so today, as a church, we believe and we've confessed here today that you're our Saviour. So I thank you, Jesus, that you are Lord, you're our Saviour. We give you rule and give you reign over our lives. And Holy Spirit, I just pray this week that as we go about our week, you'd remind us of the value of human life. You'd remind us that people are important, that you died for everyone, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that as we go about our week, you will remind us 
that we are to honour each other. We are to take delight in honouring each other. That you are good. You're a great God. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.